I'm excited about everything that is taking place. Um, this is going to be the most exciting year yet. And the title today is Rise and Build. I'd like you to share this broadcast with some of your friends. Um, we're doing this especially on, on Fridays in English language. Because I, I do realize that they, we do have a lot of internationals here in Finland. A lot of internationals in our church. And it's such a strength. And uh, we're actually in the middle of contacting all the church members. And making sure everybody's good. Praying for you. We're always praying for you. Every morning we're praying for you. Every weekday morning we're praying for you. Um, we just finished the morning prayer here at the church. And uh, we're standing with you. Um, um, and we are believing for big things for you. And, um, and um, you know, when we... Um, when when this this whole thing came about, the changes that came um, that have uh, have been seen um, also in in Finland in the uh, in the um, in the last year and a little over a year now, ever since um, um, really situation that's been unheard of, unseen in the world in 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 a capacity that's really been. Uh, used to bring in a lot of bad stuff. And and I realized that right from the beginning, whatever would come, because a year ago, um, a year ago, there was, there was no, um, there was not really any, I didn't have any idea or nobody really had any idea of the, you know, the, the scope of, of what would happen. Everybody was just guessing. But now, we are um year into it we have a pretty good understanding of of a lot of the things that have to do with this this virus and the situation but even a year ago we had to make a choice that we cannot uh hold back from our mission we can we can be uh, uh we can we can uh, understand the situation we can um uh recognize it and you know uh, do good decisions, pray, but we, we knew that we needed to continue reaching out to people because there, there are certain things that are more important than other things. And the most important thing is the um, eternity and the eternal destination of people. So there's a lot of things happening right now in the world that have been happening for months and months um, that are really nothing but communism disguised as as virus pretension prevention and uh it's um it's it's crazy um and we need to be uh, standing up for freedom we need to stand up for what's right we need to stand up uh, that you, know, you cannot have um a certain group of elite whom um are immune to their own orders that are deciding the freedom of um of the people we have got to have freedom and uh, we can't uh, live in fear. And, um, and there's a lot of things that are very questionable in terms of, of the decisions that are being made. So continue praying and standing up for freedom. Make sure you are free from fear. And if there's anything that is... I don't believe there's anything greater uh, than the, the, the reality and the truth that Jesus uh, was raised from the dead and that uh, resurrection power living in you that sets you free from the fear of death so you can be free on the earth. Free on the earth. 
And uh, there's, a, there's a leading of the Lord in these times, and it's important that we are following the leading of the Lord and uh, keep continuing building the kingdom of God, building the house of God, doing what he's called us to do. Um, Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So we're building and we're following the leading of the Lord. But in, um, I touched on this on Sunday in the book of Nehemiah, actually, I might as well find it. Book of Nehemiah. This is exciting. Who's excited? Book of Nehemiah. Um, and in the, um, in the second chapter of the book of Nehemiah, in verse 17, the Bible says, you know, Nehemiah has come in, um, went before the king, got the favor. Uh, he saw the situation he didn't just say whatever, but he said, um, I want to I wanna see an answer to this. Um, um, he said, uh, I, you know, I'm going to cry out to the Lord. And uh, the Lord answered him. He, he got favor before the king. He got the, the, the go ahead. Um, he got the, the blessing, everything he needed, the access to go and begin the work of rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem, restoring the city of God. Um, which is, uh, there is a purpose, there's a mission, there was a purpose then for Nehemiah, there's a purpose now. And now he's talking to um, the people. And in verse 17 of the second chapter of the book of Nehemiah, it says, But now I said to them, you know very well what trouble we are in. Jerusalem lies in ruins and its gates have been destroyed by fire. Let's rebuild the wall of Jerusalem and end this disgrace. And interesting, this, this is what the next verse says here. Uh, then I told them about uh, the gracious hand of God had been on me. How the gracious hand of God had been on me and about my conversation with the king. They replied at once, yes, let's rebuild the wall. So they began the good work. And then it goes on to say that some people weren't happy. There's always somebody who's not happy. If you go by other people's happiness, you'll never be happy and you'll never do anything. So there were these guys who were not happy about what Nehemiah was setting up to do. But he was on a, every, it was clear, and it's clear to us as we read through the chapters of, of the book of Nehemiah, we see that the hand of God was on him. It was on God's timing. It was heavenly vision, heavenly plan. This, was, this is what God had anointed. Nehemiah to do. This is what he had given him wisdom, understanding, equipping to do. And we all have our place. And it's so key that we understand the times that we're living in, that truly the work of God must go on. And there's so many people that have never heard, never um, 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 been in that place. People who have never experienced um, the love of God, people who have never experienced um, the power of God, who we, we must, much, uh, must reach with the good news of the gospel. And it takes something. It takes something. I remember, hopefully nobody gets offended by this, um, but um, I remember when I was like uh, 13, 14, 
I was pretty timid, um, I'm scared, um, and I had a real problem uh, telling anybody um, about my faith. Um, I would not, you know, I, I wouldn't let my friends in school know about um, that I went to church, that my parents went to church, and and that's a terrible place to be, because in, in in a way you know that what the reality is, but you're just so concerned about what people um, people think, and then you feel shame and guilt about it, because you know you weren't able to do it, but you're just like so concerned. It's it, you know, Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear. So there's a spirit of fear that can grip you in many ways. You're, what if I fail? What if what if the person doesn't like me? What if what if this and this person? What if the what if what if the society doesn't ex- accept it? What if somebody writes something bad about me? What if they shamed shame us? Um, you know all these things that you can be afraid of and that can really hold you back. It was that very same spirit that held. Um, the generation from entering the promised land because they brought an evil report to the Lord, uh, you know, in the book of Numbers, I believe it's 13 chapter, when the two two testif- uh, testimonies came uh, from Caleb and Joshua, who said, we're well able to take the land. But then the, the other 10 said, no, no, there's giants, there's problems, there's issues, there's things. But Nehemiah, uh, he, he realized the challenges he was facing just the fact that he stood before the king and looked sad. That was a that was a that was an offense that could be um, that could could re- lead to and result in death. That was a that was a that was a, a terrible offense. You you were not allowed to be in the presence of the king sad. You were only supposed to be um, be restful and, and joyful and peaceful before the king. So he went there sad. So king noticed him and, and he said, what's wrong? I've never seen you like this. And he got favor before the king. So there's always, when you're breaking new ground, there's steps that involve risk. If you step out of the boat, you know, if the water doesn't hold, you're going down. Um, if, you, if you step out in faith, uh, there's, you know, in, in the spirit, there's no risk because the faith is the evidence of things hoped for. Uh, you know, it's the very substance the, of things that, that we don't see. So faith is solid. Faith is not, it's not a fluff. Faith is not, you know, um, you know, faith is a real tangible power. So, you know, in a way, you're not stepping out on nothing. You're stepping out on the most, most solid uh, thing when you have the word of the Lord. But the problem is we tend to be uh, moving in the natural. So we go by what we see, what we hear, what we can smell, what we can taste, uh, what we can sense. And, and then we don't move in faith. Bible says the just shall live by faith. So regardless of the challenges in the natural, Nehemiah took the steps and he had the favor and he was in the timing of God and he was following the plan of God. And then amazing things uh, took place and they were able to, in an amazing time, rebuild the wall. And Nehemiah was a wild man. I like the book of Nehemiah. And there's so many things we got to see. We got to see it and we got to take it. 
We got to move forward. We got to possess the land. We got to do what God's called us to do. And we got to see things. We got to step and understand that God is truly a builder. And you, you're looking at your life and say, you know, Tommy, you're talking about the things that are too big. Um, these things are too big. Um, I'm just here with my, my own issues. You got you to gotta see it uh, also for yourself. God gets, cares for you. He cares for your family, your marriage, your children, your situation. And when you step out and you discover what the word of God says. Uh, l- let, me, let me read you one verse from one of the letters of John. Let's go to the, you know, close to the beginning of the Bible, jump into towards the end of the Bible. Uh, you know, John says here um, uh, in uh, this is New Living Translation from Third John uh, 2. It says, dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in the spirit. All is well with you. God's desire is that all is well with you and that you are healthy in body as you are strong in the spirit that you would be you get a you get to see this see uh, we've, we've sometimes adopted these beliefs that you know uh, we're going through life and we're just going to be broken and broke and sad and miserable and 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 we're just going to be uh, always depressed and down and our mind is always uh, in a weird shape no you follow the straight paths that the word lays out for you, you will be uh, you'll be blessed in all the areas. Your body will be strong, and you'll be strong in the spirit. So you got to see, start to see the plan of God. Jesus didn't go around giving people problems. He he came setting people free. He came to a desperate situation, even when a, a lady had lost uh, her uh, only son, and and her husband was dead. And, and she had nobody else. Jesus came and told the boy, get up, son. And the boy stood up and, 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 and uh, Jesus gave him back to uh, his, um, his mom. And, and they were united and there was great joy. That's Jesus. When Jesus, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, Hebrews 13, 8. He never changes. So you got to see, whoa, uh, this is the good news. This is amazing. This is the time we're living in. This is, this is, this is truly now. This is the good news because the grave could not hold him. He's alive today. And we, but that involves action. We're going to get into that tonight. Um, even if you're in another country, you can join us. Watch us online tonight. But it's amazing. We can, uh, we, can, uh, we can have that a voice, sound rise up from the inside of us. That's a voice of victory. See, in this world, we ha- there's things that try to, you know, sometimes we uh, have a weather condition that's called a depression. I think that's very telling. Uh, we lived in Florida for 10 years, and uh, sometimes they had a tropical depression. I don't even know, you know, who came up with that word, but it's probably very scientific and so forth. You know, before you get into like the tropical storms and then hurricanes, and then you have the different categories all the way to five, which gets a little intense, a little windy. And uh, Florida doesn't get too many tornadoes, but there's hurricanes. There's like a hurricane season. The year uh, our son was born, there was like three hurricanes going through. Uh, you know, he was he was born during a hurricane. We're just telling as well, but um, but you call it tropical depression. So when you're walking, you can you know even in Finland sometimes the weather pressure changes and it affects you. I'm talking just naturally. 
So there's things spiritually that can affect you. There's things mentally can affect you. You listen to too much TV when there's somebody, there's an expert of this, expert of this, expert of this area, expert of that area. Let me give you a secret. A lot of the experts that you hear, they, they don't even know themselves what in the world they're talking about. They just pull somebody from some area, and, but they're going into speculation most of the time. They're not sticking with their science. They just, they're, they're an expert in this one area, but they're giving their opinion as an expert in a, in a, in a small area, and they're giving up their opinion in other areas. And then everybody thinks it's... Yeah, that's the, that's the experts. But you're listening to them and you're actually listening to people's views of how things are going to go. Just like recently they, they came up with the new release that, hey, in, in a matter of few days now, uh, Finland is going to have like 11, possibly 11,000 virus cases a day. And they moved the election because of that projection. So that was a, a person who may have a narrow scope of scientific understanding, but they were making speculations that uh, were uh, going to many other areas that they were not an expert in. And then that was taken, and then um, decisions that were made that even affect the democracy of a nation were based on that. So you understand there's things on the outside that try to influence you, and you as a child of God in 2021, you need to be following the voice of the Good Shepherd. And I pray every other voice is just silenced in your life, that the voice of heaven is going to be so loud and clear in your life, that, that you are just going to be so standing on the word of God. Praise the Lord. This morning, you, you can have confidence, understanding Jesus is truly the same. And when people are afraid, when people are in a desperate need as they are now, that's not the time for the church to draw back. But it's time to be uh, be creative. It's time to be um, uh, have inspiration of heaven to really meet people's needs and and share them the good news that God actually cares. He is the lover of your soul. He is the one. It's not. He's not a force. God is not a force like in Star Wars. <laughs> he's not. He's not a force, but he is a personal God and you can love him you can love God and he personally came in Christ Jesus to show how much he loves you and you can have a personal relationship with him and you can you can hear his voice you can recognize his voice and then when you hear people that are full of him you're like yeah that 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 woman of god has a has a has a spirit of jesus on the inside that man of god has the spirit of uh, the holy spirit is living in them and then you can agree and we can move together as a body of christ and rise and build and take our place is that exciting or what i got i just I just got blessed myself there. I hope you got blessed. I wonder if I can even continue. Wow, what a day. What a day to be alive. That all these things that are happening, all these things that are happening. I'm teaching the eschatology course. You know, we just started a few days ago. Awesome class, wonderful students. You should come to Bible school in August, by the way. You got to be ready. You got to be equipped. You got to be solid. You got to be founded. 
there's no other way to do it in these final hours. If you maybe you could have done it in the 80s, but I'm telling you, right now you got to be firmly founded. You got to be rooted and grounded. And um, I was, you know, we we, we were starting the book of Revelation. We went through the first chapter and how John, I mean, the things that John faced, he faced those same challenges like the three Hebrew children in the, in the book of Daniel, uh, having to stand up and, uh, you know, even if it means death, uh, then you'll never deny the Lord. And that's the time that we're getting into now, that those who are just practicing Christianity as a, as a Sunday afternoon or Friday afternoon or Wednesday afternoon hobby are not going to be around. And that applies to preachers as well. Some people just have a job as a minister. They went to theological school, but they, they're not really called. They should have been in business, but they just wanted to do something spiritual. So they decided to study theology. This is, it has to do with the calling. It's got to do with the plan of God. And we all have a plan from heaven, and I'm excited about it. And we can all together join and 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 rise and build, like Nehemiah did. And we have a greater cause. We we have the great honor of living in these times. These are the end times. Times coming to an end. Jesus is coming back for us very very soon. You say, Pastor, when is he coming? He's coming soon. The the return of the Lord is imminent. He's so, you know, I, I'm, it's so tangible. We're so close stepping into eternity, but we have got to, uh, you got to get ready if you're not ready and you got you to gotta stay ready, prepared, waiting for his return. And then we occupy until he comes. And I, I remember my, um, we were in the U- United States for, for about 10 years. And uh, three years in Bible school, and then we ended up serving the man and a woman of God for another seven years after that. And I remember towards the end of our time there, uh, we thought that we'll stay here forever. And I was, I was quite convinced of that. I felt like I don't need to go. There was no, er, uh, there was no uh, natural worldly sense or push in me to try to prove something or do something or earn something. It was, it was amazing because. I had always had these, you know, in the back of my mind, I got to do this, I got to do that. But I was like, I was totally content in giving my life to the service of the king, even if nobody sees me. And I'm saying this with an honest heart. I really had no desire to leave uh, in myself because I recognized that just to be a doorkeeper, like in the Old Testament, there's a man called Obed-Edom, which I like, but he ended up having the Ark of the Lord in his house. But later we find him um, uh, as a doorkeeper in the house of God when the Ark was brought in. So, you know, you can be totally content doing... You, I believe you can be uh, the happiest person in Finland cleaning the church. I really do. I'm, you may think of me as, an, as a crazy person, but I've done it myself and I know it. And I believe it. I wouldn't say it to you if I wouldn't believe it. Because when you know you're in the place of God, that pl- place that God has for you, it, 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 and, and you're, you're in that place of when the pride is stripped away and your place of contentment and joy, rejoicing in Him, it, that all those worldly pushes are just taken out. And, and you can just, you can, you're just so excited that what you're doing 
is building the kingdom of God. And if you feel desperate right now, it's like, I've been cleaning for a long time. I'd like to move up. You can have a desire. Do like Nehemiah, cry out to the Lord and he'll take you further. I'm not saying that you're going to be stuck somewhere where you don't want to be. I'm saying that you can, uh, each one can have a place. Amen. Mutta totuus on se, että sinä olet voittajan puolella. Suurempi on hän, joka asuu sinussa. Jumala on puolellasi.